Welcome to another episode of the Two Shots Podcast. I'm your host, Joe Garcia, and today we're going to be joined by a very special guest. We're going to be joined by none other than Jeff Garcia of News for San Antonio and also the host of the Locked on Spurs podcast. And today we're going to be talking about, yes, the retirement announcement of Manu Ginobili. What does this mean for the Spurs moving forward? And how should we move on, Spurs fans? We're going to talk about that and a little bit more on an all-new Two Shots podcast starting now. All right, Jeff. Well, thank you so much for joining us, sir. I really appreciate you. And let me ask you, man, how are you holding Not up? Not a... <laughs> uh, you know what? I'm actually fine. I, you know, a lot of people ask me that question, and I had maybe a few moments of a little sadness. But at the end of the day, I actually was happy. I think it was time for him, uh, Manu Ginobili, that is, to sail off into retirement. Uh, the Spurs are obviously in a rebuilding phase. Let's face it, that's what they're going through right now. Uh, the Big Three era is done, and Manu has done his time. He earned it. He's earned his rest in more ways than any other Spur player, in my opinion, could imagine from literally giving up his right testicle. No joke. That's exactly what he did <laughs> to playing with a broken arm. And to play until he was 41, uh, what more can you ask from the man? Uh, but I'm happy to see him sail off into the sunset. Uh, but Joe, as you already heard, over at the Spurs Zone at NewsForSanAntonio.com and Fox29SanAntonio.com, just because Bono's re- retired does not mean it's he's done with the Spurs. He pretty much admitted uh, in his uh, column for Argentinian site, La Nacion, that he's still going to be around to help with the Spurs in any way possible. So, hey, there's that. So just because they're losing Mono on the court doesn't mean uh, San Antonio, the Alamo City, and fans are losing him completely. Which is good news because we kind of couldn't move forward, you know, because it's like a state of grieving. You know, we want Manu to stay here. Yes, he's going to probably split time between San Antonio and Argentina. But for Spurs fans, everybody's acting like the Which dude's he admitted dead, that man. he is gonna- yeah, he did admit that he will be splitting time uh, between Argentina and San Antonio. So Yeah, that's great. But everybody here in San Antonio is acting like Manu Ginobili died. He he didn't die. He retired. You yep. know, I even saw something ridiculous where people were, were leaving flowers at the Manu Ginobili murals. I'm like, he's not oh dead. Oh, my God. <laughs> he's not dead, people. You know, he's he's retired. He's very much alive. You know, we need to need to stop like that even yesterday you know when i was listening to all the news breaking i was listening to everybody on the on the local news here in san antonio i was listening to people talk about the manu ginobili retirement all over the san antonio airwaves everybody was talking like he had passed away i'm like he's not dead man he's very much alive so we need to just you know come on people Let, let's celebrate him and his retirement you know, yes, it's sad for the city, but it was inevitable. The guy's 41 years old. It was time, Jeff. Don't you think it was time already? Yeah, I, I definitely agree with that. It was time. The Spurs, as I mentioned in the intro, are going in a different direction. Lonnie Walker, DeMar DeRozan, Rudy Gay, LaMarcus Aldridge, Derek White. The list goes on and on. It's their time to shine now. The Spurs trio, and the last being Mono Ginobili when it comes to players, as far as the big three is concerned, they left a uh, huge footprint on the franchise in the league. This new generation of Spurs players have big shoes to fill. I'm talking tremendous shoes to fill. The size of the boots at North Star Mall, uh, <laughs> for those uh, who've ever visited San Antonio, know what I'm talking about. Uh, that size. And 
you know, look, it, it's going to take some time to adjust uh, for the first time in what nearly over two decades, a member of the big three will not be on the court once the ball goes up in the air. NBA season. So uh, it's it's definitely a transition period for the Spurs. But as far as Mono Ginobili is concerned, you're right, Joe. He's not dead. He's still alive. Um, he's just going to open up a new chapter in his life and uh, one without basketball. And I'm pretty much sure it's going to be all about him being a family man and being there for his kids. Because as he wrote in his article over at La Nacion, he praised his wife uh, that she retired as well from having to put up with him being away for uh, months at a time for not being there for milestones for his children and not taking pretty much tending to his kids as a father should. So I'm pretty sure that he's going to lean towards uh, fatherhood. Uh, I don't think the big three is in his picture, although Clyde Drexler would love to see that happen as he mentioned at the Spurs zone, but nevertheless, Joe, I, I it should be a, a time of celebration uh, Mono Ginobili and to look back at everything he's done for the San Antonio Spurs for the Alamo City on and off the court oh yeah you know that's the thing I think uh, people forget you know it's a uh, an impact you know such an impact that he's had here on the city and the fans you know and even the team he's done things here that no other spur before him has ever done it's the connections that he has with the people here you know and not only that he was yeah. a, he's a very uh courteous guy you know from what i heard mm -hmm. too from from jim lefko you know in our in our locked on spurs podcast with me you and jim he had hinted you know that members of the media said that monty ginobili was very courteous you know he he would accommodate mm -hmm. everybody even going out of his way as a you know to accommodate fans you know he would see people trying to bum rush him you know i need you to sign this mm -hmm. you know being very adamant and animated about you know trying to get autographs but he wanted to take time to talk to the people in the back, you know, that that couldn't get to the rail or couldn't get to the front. Mm -hmm. He wanted to talk to that kid that was kind of out of the way and shy, but he was wearing his jersey. That's that's a type of guy he was. Manu Ginobili is one of these regular old guys. You know, you see yourself in Manu. I think that's the connection that he has with the fans and the people is that he's just a regular old guy like everybody else, you know, and, and on top of that. He's really good at basketball, you know, and mm -hmm. that's saying something. He, There's just never going to be another player quite like Manu Ginobili that's going to have such an he, impact on everything. He was the people's champion in San Antonio, and True. he pretty much was. He connected with the uh, Spurs fans. As a matter of fact, again, I, you have to lean on his own words uh, that um, he penned in his article for the Argentinian outlet. He took time to thank the San Antonio fans for adopting him as his own and he even talked about his ability to speak spanish as one of the big reasons why he was able to connect with the city of san antonio and spurs fans um it felt like spurs fans were losing one of their own i definitely can attest to what uh our colleague uh, jim lefko did speak about i've been in that locker room with mono ginobili i've been on the the wrong end of the spurs pr before <laughs> and um but mono was always there to talk with me whenever i had a question for him and he always looked at me in the eye and he always had a smile on his face. And even when he was dead tired, all he asked for was like a few seconds and he would look at me and say, okay, come on, let's talk. So, yeah. um, 
overall, he will be missed. Um, I, I am thankful, too, that I was able to celebrate an NBA championship with him in the locker room in 2014 after the Spurs dispatched Miami uh, to win their uh, NBA championship. It was 2014, and I got to see Mono Ginobili in all his uh, joy and his exuberance and his pride at winning another title to his name. He is definitely Hall of Fame bound. Uh, I don't care what... <laughs> other media talking heads are saying when it comes to questioning his hall of fame worthiness because it is beyond me and it sounds to me that just a few people want some attention their way but if they don't think that mono ginobili is um hall of fame bound slash worthy they're they're in the very small minority because number 20 is definitely going to see his name uh called uh once he's eligible for the basketball hall of fame yeah, and one of these. I gotta highlight basketball, Joe, <laughs> yeah. because I think that's getting lost in translation here. Yeah, there's a NBA Hall of Fame, Basketball Hall of Fame, that the Basketball Hall of Fame includes international players. Am I right on that, Jeff? Yes. Okay. And I mean, Joe, I you, I mean, I think you would agree with me. Take away his NBA accolades and just look at his international accolades. Yeah. That alone gets a man. Yeah, it, it is. You know, he 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 can get on with just his his uh, accolades that he's accomplished over in the Euroleague alone. You know, not even including the four times he won an NBA championship here in, in the United States playing for the NBA. So, yeah. And there was a guy, a vile human being. I think he's the spawn. Wow. Of uh, the, you know, a Letusa and a Chupacabra. Uh, the dude's name is Ross Villarreal. And he's works for a radio station over. Let's just say he works for a radio station over in a big market, which is going to be in Houston. Mm -hmm. And he went out of his way to make sure that he riled up Spurs fans. His comments, what he put on Twitter or his tweet was congratulations to Manu Ginobili on a great career. And he goes out of his way to put some stats. Zero first team, all NBA, zero second team, all NBA, zero seasons of 20 points per game. Zero seasons of five RPGs, rebounds per game. Zero seasons of five APGs. Two-time All-Star tied with the likes of David Lee, Brad Miller, and Zurandis Ilgakis. Yeah, and this guy is a Houston Rockets fan, I believe. So he was beefing with uh, Mike Taylor uh, <laughs> of the morning show here of the Ticket 760. So it was it was quite humorous to read those tweets. But you know of another uh, human being who went out of their way to say some bad things about Manu Ginobili. You want to tell people about the story you wrote for News 4? That's right. Uh, Fox Sports Radio host Ben Mahler uh, had some choice words uh, regarding Manu Ginobili and his um, place in uh, NBA history or even basketball hall of fame worthiness as well. In a nutshell, basically he didn't think Mono, Mono was all that and he wasn't that all special and uh, doesn't really think he should be into uh, the path of the basketball hall of fame. But the problem was he just highlighted his NBA accolades. He did not uh, take into um, matter and at least factor in Manu's international uh, accomplishments, uh, whether that be with, Team Argentina winning gold in 2004 in Athens over a team which boasted the likes of Tim Duncan, LeBron James, Carmelo Anthony, D. Wade, um, got gold over them. Um, 
took uh, the Italian League title, Italian League MVP, uh, is beloved in his um, home country of Argentina as a basketball player for what he's done wearing the blue and white uniform of Argentina. Uh, it, it just it baffles me. But at the end of the day, I, I think these two individuals are in the very small minority when it comes to Manu Ginobili. And look, let's face it, Popovich years ago took blame for the reason why Manu and Timmy and Tony Parker did not have better stats that could have made them uh, stand out more simply because he had a style, he had a plan, and it took sacrifice. And he's admitted, he's like, I'm to blame for wrecking your guys' career stats. And let's face it, this is a Mono Ginobili that could have started for any team. Prime Mono Ginobili off the bench was a beast. Now imagine Prime Mono Ginobili as a starter. I'm pretty sure he would be averaging over 20 points per game, but his per 36 is over 20 points per game. So I think you have to factor in so much, and I think Mono Ginobili checks off everything on the checklist championships yeah all-star nods international accolades um his willingness to come off the bench he won a six man of the year award he uh you know he ranks up there with some of the greatest six men in the in the nba history john havlicek uh, vinnie the microwave johnson so at the end of the day these these individuals are just completely wrong i, I uh, it's just ridiculous but what is the phase that Manu and Spurs fans and Manu fans are going to have the last lap once they a see his jersey hanging in the AT and T Center and b four years from now when his name is being called and he's wearing the jacket of the Basketball Hall of Fame? Yeah, no doubt. What better way to to get back at somebody for saying bad things about you than not saying nothing? Just post a picture of you being you know inducted into the Basketball Hall of Fame. That says a lot there, you know more so than than ugly comments. Does. <laughs> you know, another thing is is that I think what gets overlooked, too, is that Manu Ginobili didn't care about stats. He didn't care about how many points per game he, he had or, you know, winning awards, any of that. What he cared about was winning. He wanted to win an NBA championship, and he did that four times over. That's That's what he wanted to do. Everything else to him was just, you know... It didn't really matter. What mattered was playing with the team, making your teammates better, going out there and competing. And that's how I'm going to remember Manu Ginobili. That and there was a highlight I saw that I remember now that I saw a while back. It was him playing in, a, in an internet. In, in, he was playing in a EuroLeague. And I believe it was uh, Argentina playing against, I forgot, another team. And I think, you know, it's like 28 seconds left. And the guy's at the free throw from the opposing team. He sinks his free throws. And this team is beating Argentina by one point. 28 seconds left. They give the ball to Manu. He's trying to run up the court as fast as he can. The other opposing team's trying to stop Manu. And he just simply passes the ball beautifully to his teammate. And he and his teammate barely gets this shot off. Argentina wins by one point. And the great thing was Manu just like laid on the ground because he couldn't believe what happened. He was just like speechless, and his the coach for the Argentinian uh, Argentinian team, he was running around the court. I mean, that was just pure jubilation. You you've seen that highlight, haven't you, Jeff? I certainly have. And uh, one of other uh, another international highlight that I, that stands out for me is 
um, when Mono was just in his younger days as an up-and-coming uh, pro, and I believe it was in the Italian league, uh, he's wrecking uh, um, this other Euro team. Again, forgive me, I don't remember right off the top of my head, but there's a sh- video clip of the coach of the opposing team just bagging anybody on his squad <laughs> to defend Mono, And he's looking around like, who wants to guard Mono? Who can guard Mono? And one guy raises his hand and the coach passes him up. He's like, no, you can't. So that's how deadly he was. And remember, he was drafted um, late in uh, the draft. I think it was, what, 97, Joe? Correct me if I'm wrong? Yeah, he was in 97. No, Tim, it was 97. It was in 97. Okay, I'm pretty sure that your listeners will correct us right away. Um, so uh, bring it on. But nevertheless, when he was drafted, he was drafted nearly dead last, if not last. And it took a while for him to groom. And then the Spurs brought him over in 2003. Yeah. And in his rookie year, he won, he won an NBA title. I mean, go figure. I mean, yeah. that is just uh, yeah, exactly. He's a winner. He's a winner all around. He's a warrior. Yeah. Uh, he's a great uh, person off the court. He will be missed. That's a huge void to fill. There's a lot of Spurs corporate knowledge out the window, let alone Tony Parker de- departure to Charlotte. I mean, that's a lot of uh, Spurs know-how gone. Timmy Duncan, obviously, he's been gone for a while now in retirement. Now Manu, I mean, that's 16 seasons Manu Ginobili had playing with the Spurs, their system, Popovich. Brent Barry, a former teammate of him on Sirius XM NBA Radio, said that Manu was a guy that almost all fans, I'm sorry, players and coaches would lean on the most. So not Timmy, not Tony, not Pop, Manu. That just goes to show you what type of teammate he was, Joe. Yeah, Manu was that that caliber of player. He was the spark off the bench. He was that player that would go out there and electrify the team, electrify the crowd. He would just surprise you. You know, that's the thing with Manu. You knew he was going to come into the game, but you never knew what he was going to do. And he would just surprise you by doing just some outrageous, you know, if it was a pass, it was a dunk, a behind-the-back, you know, you know, uh, crossover with the finishing with the dunk or some, you know, layup. I mean, he was just a very animated, passionate guy. And I think that's why everybody is, you know, they love him so much. It's just the way he played the game with a lot of passion all the time. You know, the grandpa juice is one of the things that we're going to always remember as, you know, he got later on in his career, grandpa juice, grandpa juice. I mean, there's a lot of things to say. And, you know, I think uh, the fans here, especially in San Antonio, have a lot to to say and celebrate, you know, with Manu Ginobili announces, re- announcing his retirement. So much so that the mayor here has proclaimed that this Thursday is going to be Manu Ginobili Day here in San Antonio. And I believe that's going to be on September. I mean, yeah, it's going to be coming up here on it's the 30th. tomorrow. Yeah. Or I don't know, but when you post your show, Joe, it's going to be either today or tomorrow. Yeah, it's going to be August the 30th, so I'm going to post the show tonight, so it's going to be going up before Wednesday, but it's going to be Manu Ginobili Day will be on Thursday. And I hear, Jeff, that in one of the articles that you wrote that Terminix was actually going to offer Manu Ginobili a (laughs) job. (laughs) Go figure. Um, For his one game where he was bat Manu for swatting a bat during a uh, Spurs game versus the Kings at the AT&T Center, uh, Terminix uh, offered him a job in proper bat removal. Don't think he'll take <laughs> up that job, 
but it's still fun nonetheless. And hey, you know, Terminix, you can't blame them. They they took their shot, and hopefully um, it'll fall. But I don't think it's gonna fall through the net. Yeah, you also did a really good article. You know, we're gonna go ahead and end this episode of the Two Shots Podcast. But before we do, I want to send viewers your way because you wrote a really good article about you know some of the best comments from the players of the san antonio spurs what they were saying about manu ginobili and people can go ahead and take a, a look at that on uh, at news for san antonio and also they can follow you on twitter which you're a great follow because you like to talk a little bit of you know nerd jargon which me and jeff and some yeah, other people we like to geek out you know we're big star wars fans we love our transformers so we go off you know and we digress and we go and have our little nerd discussions but great follow jeff where can people find you on social media well thanks for mentioning lockdown spurs and you definitely help me out over at los as we officially call it yeah you can find that <laughs> on uh, stitcher google play itunes uh subscribe uh listen uh, we recently, me, Joe, and uh, a fellow colleague of mine, Jim Lefko, talked about Mono Ginobili's uh, retirement. You can find that on LockdownSpurs.com, as well as on, as Joe mentioned, Spurs Zone, NewsForSanAntonio.com, Fox29SanAntonio.com. But yeah, just a heads up now that we do digress into nerddom. So you can follow us at Two Shots Podcast at T-W-O-S-H-O-T-S Podcast at Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and also on the World Wide Web at twoshotssa.com. So for Jeff Garcia, I'm Joe Garcia. Thanks for watching, and we'll talk to you guys later. So remember, spread the love, stop the hate, and be kind. We're out. <laughs>